0: Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. Let's take tech in the right direction to drive social change and close the employment, pay, and culture gap for women in technology. This podcast is focused on helping turn ideas into action and create opportunities for women to advance in the dynamic technology industry. I hope this podcast will inspire and motivate you to encourage more women and girls to seek or grow a career as a woman in technology stories about the journey of amazing women in the tech field starts right now welcome to tech in the right direction the podcast this week i have three guests as a panel discussion megan mccann jane hamner and leslie vickery Megan McCann is an established IT recruitment and technology services leader known for building and leading highly successful IT services firms and for the work she does to advance diversity and cultivate talent across the technology industry. As CEO of McCann Partners, which she founded in 2011, Megan and her team continue to expand their reach and influence working with a growing portfolio of diverse and innovative organizations, from Chicago-based startups to companies with a global footprint. Megan is a proud co-founder of ARA, a national organization that seeks to promote women in technology and leadership through mentorship, networking, and open discussion. Next, we have Jane Hamner. Jane has been an IT staffing professional for more than 30 years, delivering top technology talent and IT solutions to businesses in a wide range of industries. She is especially adept in identifying and understanding today's vast IT challenges and developing solutions that help businesses thrive in a competitive environment. Jane brings a creative approach to the position of Chief Growth Officer. Thanks to her background in solving unique client needs and her expertise in sales, leadership, training, development, and mentorship. In her role, she's responsible for growing the company's recruitment service lines and expanding its executive search offering. Jane is also a proud founding member of ARA. And next we have Leslie Vickery. Leslie is a marketing expert and a business advisor who began her career with McDonald's Corporation and found a niche in technology and talent as the head of marketing for Sperian's technology division. She founded Clear Edge Marketing in 2006, which is now a go-to fully integrated marketing agency for talent and technology firms. Leslie's impact in HR, tech, and marketing communities far exceeds her day-to-day work as a CEO. Passionate about the importance of diversity, Leslie is a frequent speaker on the topic and also a co-founder of Ara. Megan, Jane, and Leslie, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here today. So let's get started. Um, So we'll start with Megan. Um, Megan, can you share with us your career journey and how you got to where you are today? Absolutely. Thank
1: you, Jennifer, so much for welcoming us today. you know, my name is Megan McCann. I am the CEO and founder of McCann Partners, which is a Chicago-based IT recruitment firm. And as you know, I also co-founded Ara, which aspires to attract, retain, and advance women in technology and leadership along with Leslie and Jane who we will be hearing from today. And I fell into this literally by accident. I was recruiting international students for my alma mater, which is Wittenberg in Springfield, Ohio. I had the opportunity to work throughout my four years at Wittenberg in the admission office and fell in love with recruiting because of the interaction and engagement that I was able to have with Uh, prospective students and their families and learning about their journeys and trying to help them determine if Wittenberg was the right fit for them. And that naturally gave way to wanting to do that in other ways. And I really aspired to come to the big city after being in Ohio for a number of years. All of my friends from college were here And so I accidentally fell into IT and then fell in love with the space, started recruiting for a company, um, which was then acquired and acquired again, and eventually left and started in partnership with Two Gentlemen, a recruitment firm, which we had the opportunity to sell about Gosh, twelve years ago or so, and then launched my own firm, McCam Partners, and just loved the impact on the community and the ability to help people navigate their careers, and help clients build out world-class diverse teams. So it's just been an honor and privilege to work in the space.
0: That's great, Megan. I love I love the empathy and the caring you have as part of your business journey because. That really shows that, you know, helping people is like your main goal and you can hear it just in your voice. That's that's awesome. So, um, Jane, we'll go with you next. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your career journey and where how you got to where you are today.
2: Sure. Thank you, Jennifer, for having having us today. Uh, My name is Jane Hamner. I am the chief growth officer for McCamp Partners and also a co-founder for Aura. And like Megan, I too fell into um, IT recruitment. I actually graduated Um, college with a a very specific mission um, and objective to go into pharmaceutical sales. And at the time I was trying, um, they were not hiring college grads. They had to have a year's experience in sales or a bio degree. So a recruiter I was working with um, set up an interview for a recruitment position in New York City with an IT staffing firm. And I politely declined and um, she came back to me. Um, very sternly and said, uh, you are in no place, no position to decline an interview. And if mm-hmm. anything, you go in there and get some interview experience. Um, well, I went into the interview and absolutely it, it changed my whole life um, because I walked out of that interview with an interview in hand and absolutely on cloud nine. Um, I then I um, started as a recruiter in New York City for a company called Brandon Systems through and which went through a number of acquisitions. Um, in about um, ish, eight months, I was promoted into sales, learned how to sell in New York City. And then in about uh, six years later, I was given the opportunity to come to Chicago to work under um, the director of sales. Um, and then for a year or two, and I would have the opportunity to go back to New York City. Um, so I packed up my car and um, came out to Chicago and fell in love with the city. Um, I have been here in Chicago now um, for over 25 years. I then spent about um, 16 years with that company and um, moved into um, another smaller recruitment firm um, for a few years and then um, to another firm called Harvey Nash for um, about 13 years. Um, Leslie and I actually worked at Sperion Technology in Chicago, and that's where we met. Um, And then Leslie introduced me to Megan, um while we were at while I was at TransTech and then um had I now have um after Harvey Nash have the opportunity of working alongside Megan in at um at McCann Partners. So have had a very um uh, amazing ride, career ride of um a number of different positions and now have the opportunity to work alongside one of my very good friends doing something that we're really passionate about around helping people in diversity.
0: I love that. Um... Thank you for sharing that amazing journey. Uh, so Leslie, tell us about your career journey.
3: sure, thank you jennifer, and it's it's really great to be here with you today, along with two of my closest friends, Megan and Jane. and rehearing their stories is always fun. so I'm Leslie Vickery, I'm the CEO and founder of Clear Edge Marketing. And I guess you could say I was always a dreamer. I really wanted to be a writer and specifically a journalist telling other people's stories. So I also had big dreams of living in Colorado. And while I did twice before, I guess a message I would share with those listening is that sometimes dreams can change and evolve, or maybe you weren't ready for those dreams when you had them, but not to give up. So for example, my big dream of becoming a broadcaster in Vail right out of college Fell apart for various reasons too long to share here today and i ended up waiting tables in denver when after very strong encouragement from my parents i left denver and made my way back to chicago where i could actually keep my passion of writing in a way that i didn't realize was even possible coming out of school which was through corporate america so i got a job with mcdonald's corporation still writing stories for some of the executives and internal communications. Then I made my way to the nonprofit world through Junior Achievement and worked on public relations and internal communications and marketing and really continuing to kind of hone my passion and craft of writing and and telling stories, now telling them to fundraise and focus on sales. And then after that, around 1998, I actually started, this is when Gene and I met, in talent and technology. So I joined Spirion, and that actually brought me to Chicago for the second time. So I kind of moved back and forth between Colorado and Chicago, and I really felt like at that moment I found my home, not only in Chicago, but really in talent and technology I was still writing stories for others and running marketing for the technology division and and really loved it through some various changes with the company I ended up striking out on my own in 2006 when I started Clear Edge Marketing which is a full service marketing agency. So I guess you could say I kind of transitioned from um, writing other stories to being ready to really write my own and and share my own journey. And then after starting the company nearly 15 years ago, I then, of course, with the two wonderful friends we have here today, um, started ARA about seven years ago. So we're excited to share that story with you as well.
0: What a great journey. So exciting. And, you know, all three, all four of us have Chicago as, you know, an amazing uh, background for us to say how much we love being in Chicago. I love Chicago too and, you know, it's so great to have all three of you say the same thing. Um, So, let's go to Megan. Megan, tell us more about some of the work you've done around advancing diversity and cultivating talent across the tech industry.
1: Absolutely. Well, foremost, it is it is the fight that I fight every day because it authentically feels right, and it's such a business imperative. And bringing more focus around the conversation really, I think, has been a passion of mine for all of my career. But certainly, I've seen it evolve over, let's say, the last ten years, when. One conversation in 10 would talk about the need for diversity and the desire for diverse hiring 10 years ago. Today, 10 out of 10 speak to that. So I think Mm -hmm. we have a really interesting opportunity before us, and maybe even more so now as we have been living in COVID, where we have a chance to really change our hiring patterns. And think outside the box, partner with different organizations that can help us do that, and really look at hiring based on talent versus location. And I know this is certainly something Leslie can speak to, given her business model and her team. But when we talk about diverse hiring, it takes work. It takes time, intentionality, resources, the right partners, and more. And what I appreciate is that today people are having those conversations more and more and people are not just having the conversations, they're taking action. And it will be something I continue to advocate for as we bring the next level of employee forward, as we look at future generations, as we look at the people that are in technology today that might be walking away for technology and examine how we can best support them and staying in the industry and making it a welcome place for all types of individuals.
0: I love that. That is, it is not an easy task. I know it takes longer than if you're not thinking about diversity and cultivating talent, but um, it is such good work that you're doing. And it's really making a difference. And I just, I love that you're so passionate about it. Um, Jane, your experience is around delivering top technology talent to businesses so can you share with us some best practices around providing this talent also what are some of the qualities that you look for in people
2: sure thanks jennifer you know this has been a labor of love for 32 years and and Mm -hmm. and and i have had the opportunity to grow in, you know, and see the different, uh, see technology grow. Um, but one thing that I have seen that has been consistent um, and that I have um, tried to manage over the consistency over the 32 years in this industry is really partnership, partnering with our clients um, and really building the relationship to help um, our clients uh, understand the marketplace, be that subject matter expert to them and that trusted advisor um, to then help um, build teams and not only build teams, but as Megan had said, what we're really passionate about is helping them build diverse teams and how do we make those um, either job descriptions or, or um, environments open um, for all different types of people in building um, in, in, within technology. So those are, you know, kind of some of the keys that we have that I've seen across the board and and where we've held relationships for years and years and years um, and people coming back and 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 relying um, on us to to help them find the right people. Um, And then I think, secondly, as far as the the different qualities um that we look for people. Um, You know, we're in the people business. um, And so it's we sell an intangible and and this industry, you know, tends to have lots of different personalities, both um both introverts and extroverts, but I think across the board um it really comes down to integrity. Um, trust and overall it's really communication and it's being able to um, effectively communicate um, not only the individual and their skills and their um, the opportunities, but um, also to make sure that um, they we understand um, the overall focus and, and objective of, of and match that we're making um, between organization and um, candidate.
0: Yeah, I think that's so true when you speak about communication. I think about we uh do a lot of IT training and the um the importance of IT people having good communication and presentation skills is so critical and so we built a whole soft skills training program around training IT people Uh, to have better communication and presentation skills, because a lot of times they are so good at their technology, they know what they're doing, but sometimes to communicate that to C-level folks might be tough. So that's been really successful, and I think you're absolutely right when you say communication, trust, and integrity is so important as qualities to look for in people. Um, So, Leslie... Tell us about Aura, because I am just so fascinated and love, love the story behind it.
3: Sure. This is a story I love to tell because it's something that is so important. As Megan said, it feels oftentimes like a life mission that brought the three of us together. And literally about 15, I guess a little over 15 years ago, the three of us did come together for a networking event and it was a dinner. There were about 135 people in attendance. I know we were three of maybe five women there. It was the in- <laughs> And after the dinner, when <laughs> went down to the bar at the time, you could still smoke cigars in the bar and smoke inside and all of those things. And um, we kind of just looked around at each other and felt like we didn't really belong. And thought, gosh, there really aren't many women here, but we know a lot of women in technology. Are they also not coming because they're not comfortable or don't feel like they belong? So the three of us decided to start a women's networking dinner group, which uh, still meets. We'll meet again once COVID is is gone, uh, but we meet on a quarterly basis. And effectively, what what we did was we each individually invited someone, and it grew from the three of us to 10 to 50 to now over 350 women who are are part of that and we get anywhere from you know 75 to 100 people to to our dinners and what we realized was in having conversations with women and you know we're all three in talent and technology We noticed that there were a lot of our friends even and women we would talk to leaving technology in droves. So here we're trying to attract women to the industry and more diversity and talent in general, and yet we're finding that people were were leaving. And unfortunately, they were leaving for things like unfair, unwelcome work environments, pay inequity, overlooked for roles. And we really felt like enough was enough. We needed a place for women to know that they're not alone, that they have somewhere they can go and learn from uh, each other. So it started out as a a mentoring group. And really, we also had a lot of the executive women wanting to bring up-and-comers to our dinners. And we felt like, gosh, there's this opportunity for them to see what they can be and also connect with other other women within technology. So that was really kind of the premise originally around mentoring. It could be peer-to-peer, reverse, traditional mentoring. Um, we also at the outset wanted to make sure we had everyone involved in ARA, so men and women, anyone was always welcome um, to join because we felt like this was something we we needed to do together. So through programs and content and panels and speed networking and... And everything, um, it really took off. I have to admit, we were pretty naive when we got started in Chicago. Our first event, the night before, the day before, if you can imagine, we kind of looked at each other and said, you know what, the space we have isn't quite big enough to hold Mm -hmm. up. So we needed to move locations uh, right away. And what we noticed was there was just a a huge market need. So seven years later, 6,000 people strong. Um, We actually, like a lot of people, pivoted this year. We've been hosting virtual events. We're especially proud of our latest series on allyship and advocacy and action. (laughs) Had over a thousand people attend the series, a five part event series in partnership with B-WISE, which is Black Women in Science and Engineering. Shi Tech Academy and I C Stars, three of our very strong partners, and really just looking at our own mission. In fact, we're meeting later this week to talk about 2021 and and really continuing to shine the light on the underrepresented and disenfranchised. And it's it's really again, as Megan said, it's been a life mission. We're really proud of of what has become of the group, and it in, in particular hearing stories of of women who have been able to overcome some adversities and men jumping in as our allies and, and really the communities in which we work with coming together to ensure that technology is a place everyone is is welcome so we're really proud of the mission and again it's attract routine and advance um, women in technology
0: i love that what a great story
2: jane did you have anything to add i i think just a, a, it's an amazing journey that that leslie had talked about and and really between the three of us as we continued to think about it and talk through and build it, it became just um, an, amazing, an, an amazing foundation. And then the group of uh, partners that we have um, that have really teamed up with us since the beginning that Leslie had mentioned, we really have just an amazing network and it continues to grow. Um, and we continue to look to reach out to other partners um, as well as far as um, making that connection and others that are passionate about. Um, building women and and creating more of a a diverse um, marketplace. So it's uh, it's been a, a fantastic journey.
0: That's great. So Jane, is um, Ara national or global? Where where are most of your members uh, from?
2: We, we are national. We um, actually we started here in Chicago and then had the opportunity um, of uh, growing pretty quickly. Um, we had um, a partner my previous company Hard Nash, um, had we had partnered with and so we um, expanded pretty quickly into six different markets um, nice. and have a base in, in um, Seattle, Silicon Valley, Houston, um, New York, New Jersey as well um, as uh, Dallas, and um, so have um, have memberships in throughout all of those different markets. Um, in addition, but our our largest probably contingency is here in, in Chicago. So our virtual um, events really gave us the opportunity to reach out to all of those markets and have participation from each one of them. Um, given the fact that we could do this virtually, nice, nice. Megan, do you have
0: anything to add? The one thing I would just uh, expand upon is, I
1: felt like during this time of coming together as allies, I realized how important both mentorship and allyship is uh-huh. to success for diversity and success for keeping and promoting women within technology. And I appreciate that the community really has adopted that and did so through the Allyship Series certainly, and just by being vulnerable in the conversations around diversity and what was happening in the United States and certainly across the globe with the pandemic, we've really had that opportunity to bring together people from all walks of life, from all markets, even some of, some of the country that we did not before have a footprint. And I think that really reinforced uh, the importance of listening and learning in order to help the mission to not only attract and retain and advance women in technology, but also to be allies to those groups and populations that are underserved, as Leslie mentioned.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree. I've always believed that we need allies. And so when you said you opened it up to men as well, I was very pleased to hear that because really we can't do this by ourselves. We need allyship. We need uh, men to be ambassadors of, um, you know, helping us get to that um, parity. So um, great point.
4: Stay tuned for the rest of today's interview after a brief word from our sponsor. Are you an expert in your field? Are you a woman who values thought leadership? We'd love to have you join us as a guest on an upcoming episode of Tech in the Right Direction. Visit us at DirectionsTraining.com forward slash podcast to apply today. While there, be sure to check out Directions Training's newest initiative, the WIT Cloud Power Scholarship for Azure Fundamentals Certification. This year, we have offered 100 scholarships to women for the Microsoft Azure Fundamentals training course, valued at $950 per student, as an opportunity to start their pathway to becoming a Microsoft-certified professional. Help us continue to drive social change and the advancement of women in the technology industry. Thank you for listening to Tech in the Right Direction. We now rejoin our host, Jennifer Didier, with today's guest.
0: All right, Jane. So I believe very strongly in women lifting women, and we know it takes a village. So what are some of the ways our listeners can help women gain the confidence to pursue their dreams? Because I know confidence is something that we can definitely use more of. So what are some ways we can lift each other?
2: Yeah, and 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 to to piggyback off of you know just a couple comments that Megan had said you know our foundation and and focus for um, many years has been mentorship and our platform has been mentorship. Um, and in addition to allyship, but um, as we look at um, the value we've seen in our own careers that meant what the value that mentorship has brought to us and our careers, both mm-hmm. from female strong female mentors, as well as male mentors, mm-hmm. um, it really helps. Um, I-, I-, I believe that Um, People out should not only find a mentor, but also be a mentor, and and we've seen that success um, in so many different situations and and examples that have come back to us through ARA, either in more of a structured or unstructured mentorship relationship, and it builds self-esteem, not only confidence, but self-esteem. And I think more, um, what what really happens is um, it provides women the opportunity to to take the risks and maybe step over the line um, in in taking additional risks that they might not do on their own. Whether it's asking for a promotion or or um, asking for a raise or taking on a job that might not they might not have all the skill sets for, um, but may have not taken that risk to do it on their own and needed a little bit of of uh, guidance of fa- as far as how to do that, not just um, to do it. So we've seen over and over so many different um, successful um, situations where women have come to us and said, uh, just out of either it, tidbits or information that they've gotten from our events, um, from an unstructured mentorship perspective, where they've been able to kind of take the step and have some self esteem and confidence um, to go ask for, you know, that raise or, or, or take the step that they might not have um, before. We also are all, all three of us are involved in a, um, a mentoring organization, Chicago Innovations Women's Mentoring Co-op, where we have been mentors for the last um, uh, eight cohorts um, and it's just an, an it's been in a, a wonderful um uh, a, a partnership as well as um experience for all of us to be able to have part in being a mentor for m- women um, in the marketplace to provide that guidance and support to others um and 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 to see it really um evolve so um, all three of us have had the opportunity to Um, work through the women's mentoring co-op with Chicago innovation and are continuing to do so in the next cohort as well.
0: That's great. I think mentoring is so important. And so our listeners listening, if you don't have a mentor, uh, think about, you know, who can be your mentor, reach out, ask for uh, their guidance and mentorship. And then if you are able to provide that to others, uh, reach out and do that. I've mentored um, several times and I have felt like I've learned just as much in mentoring somebody as I can teach. So Absolutely. it's definitely a growth opportunity for all of us. So I'm so glad you mentioned that. So Leslie, let's switch gears and talk about some of the lessons you've learned being an entrepreneur.
3: Sure. Well, there have been many, but I'll, I'll boil <laughs> it down a a few here for you. First and foremost, uh, one of the biggest decisions you can make is becoming an entrepreneur. And oftentimes people kind of get in their own way of being able to make that uh, first step into opening up their doors, so to speak, for a business. So I would say if you have and see a market opportunity and a need and you have a good idea and a way to to deliver it, to just go for it. Be brave, be confident, try not to let imposter syndrome get in your way or what I'd love to talk about the evil DJ, that song that keeps playing that same song in your own head. (laughs) about why you shouldn't do something, can't do something, whatever that may be, um, figure out where that's coming from, try to try to tune it out and uh, just go for it. And know that it's okay to ask for help. You cannot be an expert at everything. I came from the marketing world, for example. I didn't have an MBA. I didn't have a business plan. I didn't have a lot of things that a lot of people... Um, you know, feel like you should have at the outset. And while that may, my path may not be for everyone, I would say it's okay to ask for help. You don't have to have all of the answers. I'm not an attorney. I didn't grow up in sales. I didn't know how to run a and These were all things that I asked people for help. So again, going back to Jane's point on mentorship, You can have mentors or people you just you know ask for help or outsource different different elements of that so just supplement yourself in areas that maybe you are not an expert and focus on areas that you are uh fail fast if you make a bad hire and you know in your gut it's a bad hire even though you try everything you can to not make a bad hire it does happen to the best of us so just make sure you uh you know make the best decisions for your business your team your clients and the community you serve, and fail fast. Don't wait too long to make some really important decisions. And last, but definitely not least, invest in yourself. It is tough wearing so many hats. You're the visionary. You're the chief revenue officer. You're the culture driver. You're everyone's everything. And at the end of the day, you have to hire the best talent to support you. Don't ever compromise. You've got to represent your best self. And that means investing in yourself.
0: Great, great advice. Boy, I could not uh, not have said it any better. You really hit all the key areas really, really well. So thank you, Leslie. So now I'm going to ask you a question for all of you, and we'll start with Megan. Who inspires you and why? such a great question. So
1: (laughs) I think there is inspiration all around us. And I think when I look at those that are inspiring, it's both at the macro level and the micro level, right? So we can look out and see that we have Kamala Harris, who is our vice president elect, that is inspiring to me. And it's, it is enlightening to know that the next generation of young girls will see someone in office, and they can aspire to achieve, right? Uh It's, it is Melinda Gates who's doing so much within our communities. It's on a local level. If you look at Betsy Ziegler in and 1871 and, and what they're doing. And my good friend, Amanda Lander, who I pick up the phone and call with questions, who always gives sage advice. She is a mentor, a friend, a champion, an advocate, um, CEO of uh, Vision. I look at the three of you who, uh, you know, Jennifer, the programs that you're running are remarkable. And Leslie and Jane, you inspire me every day. And then I look at others that are in our network, and you just need to look to find the inspiration. There is a friend of ours that actually I met through Leslie, Lauren Jones. Uh, She founded a company during COVID called Leap Consulting Solutions, and she is in the recruiting space, kind of a, a cross between tech and recruiting and process, and she does some amazing things. And during the last 10 months, she has lifted women every Wednesday with Women Crush Wednesday. And I think that's really, that's where the true inspiration comes because it's the person that's sitting next to me that is working tirelessly to create change and doing it gracefully with authenticity and a a pure desire to help lift others. So I could go, this is a topic that we would need more than our time today to speak <laughs> through everyone because it's it comes in the form of my mother and my sister-in-laws and so many others, my niece, and what is going to come with the next generation of, of leaders. So
0: lots of people that provide inspiration each and every day. That's great, Megan. And you inspire all of us in everything that you do and your passion. So yeah, we have to take inspiration from every person we come in contact with in some way. So I love that you, you know, it wasn't just one person. It was a whole village or a community of people that uh, provide that inspiration and motivation. Uh, Jane, who inspires you and
2: why? So there's a lot of similarities uh, um, to some of the things that Megan had said, but I mean, certainly outright um these two ladies on the phone uh, and and t- here today, so both Megan and Leslie inspire me every day they are they are amazing women, amazing entrepreneurs and um above all, they are the most amazing um uh, individuals and in, and in giving people they're rising women and and each other up all the time. And so I continuously look at, at different things that they are doing and learn from them to be a better person, because they are fantastic. And I am, you know, I couldn't be prouder um, to be aligned and, and and to be, you know, their friends and colleagues. Um, I also look at, you know, the um, the people that we um, partner with and, and are involved with in Chicago that are trying to continue to, the conversation. Um, so, um, um, Sandy Castrol and and Leslie McKinney and um, Tiara Wheatley from Icy Stars, Leslie McKinney from B Wise, they inspire me because they are doing so much and they're working so hard and tirelessly to really make a difference um, around education for and um, visibility around diversity for the underserved. It's it's amazing and and I'm proud to to be their partners. And then lastly, I have well not lastly, there's two others. My my mom actually is still an inspiration to me. My mom had six kids and before she was married, um, she had a full career. She was a a nurse and um, a flight attendant and was involved in a number of different United Airlines special um uh, uh missions um in in from the medical field and not only carrying vaccines around the country and and was um was actually noted in in many different articles and she continues to this day um to be an inspiration as she you know built an amazing family and then lastly, my two young girls I have eight year old twin girls who I continue. Um To inspire me every day with their creativity and their thoughts and their their eagerness to learn, and so that's not only an inspiration but also a driver for me to continue to provide a um an example for them in building strong, confident women
0: That's amazing oh, there's so many wonderful, wonderful women out there that inspire us every day.
3: Leslie, who inspires you and why? Sure. And I have to say, it's so interesting because I remember being asked this question and having a discussion on it several years ago. And the question was really around like women who inspire you. And it was kind of hard to come up with the list and something Megan mentioned, obviously a long list of, of women and people who we can look up to and are, and are inspired by. And sometimes you do just have to look around and get to know people and take the time to do that. And we're, we're so fortunate to be in a, a time where we can be inspired by many. For me as an adult, I've really had the opportunity to reflect on the generations of women who came before me. It took me some time to really slow down and think about this. So, my grandparents, my grandma coming over from Lebanon, living in Detroit, going door to door selling, and then opening physical children's clothing stores. The women in our family doing things in times when women were at home, not running companies. I remember my own mom being so tired and upset when we didn't do our chores or if I didn't get a good grade. What I didn't realize is that she was at board meetings, literally fighting for women's rights, working her way up to CEO of multiple credit unions. And you know what? She was a mom of two, a single mom of two. My parents were divorced in a time when I bet it wasn't until high school until we knew of another divorced family. I just didn't get it as a kid. Now, as an entrepreneur myself and a mom of a four-year-old boy, I'm starting to get it. I get it. Learning from the women of my past, it's inspired me to put myself out there for other generations to learn and grow from. Family or not, we all need someone and we can't give up. We need to keep inspiring for generations to come and carry the flag for those who came and inspired us before.
0: I love that. Thank you, Leslie. Oh, and I'm so honored and inspired by all three of you. You guys are amazing women and have, uh, and just are so giving and so passionate about what you do that I am just honored to uh, know you and get to know you more. So let's in closing, what, what has been your proudest professional moment? We'll start with Megan. Oh, uh,
1: I don't know that I have yet had my proudest professional moment. I believe everything that, I am working towards and all of the work that I'm doing, certainly through McCam Partners, certainly through collaborating with our community partners that Jane mentioned, BYs, IC Stars, Chicago Tech Academy, absolutely through ARA. I think it's all driving me towards what will ultimately be my capstone. And what I appreciate about the journey is that I've created such wonderful partnerships and friendships and have amazing clients that we support that are empowering me to con- continue on this journey because I'm not done yet. And I still think that there's one more, I hope many more great achievements out there. Um, At the same time, this has been an incredibly challenging year for so many, and I look at the team that we have developed. I look at the work that we have done from an ARA perspective, pivoting and taking our events virtually and then engaging a diversified audience across the United States, and those at this moment are shining achievements for me with, uh, I think, the illumination of what will follow.
0: I think that's so true that this has been such a challenging year and those pivots and changes that you've made in your business are so, so important and so many businesses have not been able to do that. So you should be proud and I think, you know, more to come, but uh, you just have done a lot already and you're very humble, Megan. Um, Jane, what's your proudest professional moment?
2: well i just recently so far have had it and it's joining mccann partners um i had the opportunity um last year we all sat together and we were actually planning um our ARA was our ARA session and and leslie looked at us and said what are you guys doing we're, we're both in the it industry kind of working parallel and we kind of looked at each other, and then we did. We continued the conversation, did a lot of due diligence, and I could not be any happier or more thrilled and proud to um, have had the opportunity to join McCann Partners in February. Um, I, We are on a mission. We, uh, The fact that we can um, really drive to what we're passionate about, not only from a McCann Partners perspective in helping organizations to build diverse teams, but we leverage it through Aura and have the opportunity to, I work with Megan every day and it is, it is my, you know, absolute pleasure. So um, I couldn't be happier to, to the fact that to make the step and, and to be in the position that I'm in today. So.
0: That's great. Uh, so Jane, you said you're chief growth officer, and that got me really curious. Can you tell me just a little bit briefly about what, what that title means and sure. what your uh, job
2: it, entails? It's, uh, it, it really is um, connecting and and opening up doors, new doors for McCann Partners. So my job is to um, is to identify um, new clients and and bring I you know obviously qualify um, and open the doors to new opportunities to help grow McCann Partners into um, uh, additional new clients and partnerships.
3: I love it, love it, Leslie. So what was
0: your proudest professional moment?
3: You know, it's, it's an interesting question. We all actually have presented at General Assembly before. And one of the questions asked was, when did you know you made it? And I I really stressed out about it because I felt like at different times of my life and career that I had made it. And I feel like this question is similar in that, Mm -hmm. you know, you put a lot of pressure on yourself to pick a moment. And to Megan's point, we're all redefining and defining and coming up with those those special moments. So it's it's moments like these where we can actually slow down and reflect. Uh, Jennifer, women don't always celebrate their successes. And I reflect know moments. So it's really nice to actually be asked the question of what some of those moments are and to take the time to slow down and reflect. So thank you for the opportunity to have us here today to reflect on that. There have been awards, big deals won, partnerships made. But the moments where I know, for example, someone on our team can now qualify for a mortgage or a mom with a special needs child can take an extended break and come back to an executive level role without worrying for a second if she has a job. a stay at home mom of several years coming back to work and seeing the pride in her face and her family, providing those opportunities. Super proud moments for me, the ability to launch such an important brand like Aura with two of my very best friends and making an impact on so many, especially this year, huge pivotal year for us. I can't tell you it's it's like beaming with pride. It makes me want to cry. I'm so proud of it. Bringing my son, I have a four-year-old son, Grayson, on stage during a, a woman's luncheon with me, showing him what it means to have a strong CEO mom. Having my nieces and nephews, they come to these events, they see it, they know it, they learn and grow, they see what they can be. Those are all my proudest moments. So there's not just one, there's, there's many. And I thank you for having us kind of slow down and, and reflect on those and, and share those with your audience.
0: Thank you, Leslie. You gave me goosebumps. That's just amazing, amazing inspiration that you bring uh, to us. So let's um, wrap up. And so Jane, Megan and Leslie, uh, what is the best way for our listeners to get a hold of you and Ara or your company? Uh, Whatever you'd like to share. We'll start with Leslie.
3: Sure. You can reach me the best ways on LinkedIn. We're actually all really active on LinkedIn. Um, Leslie, it's L-E-S-L-I-E, Vickery, V is in Victor, I-C-K-R-E-Y. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. And there's information about Ara, which is A-R-A-mentors.com, as well as Clear Edge Marketing, which is just clearedgemarketing.com, all on my profile. But I'd love to connect and, and learn more and see how we can continue to help and inspire each other.
2: That's great. Um, Jane. Uh, very similar. I'm on LinkedIn. It's um, Jane Hamner. My um, um, and McCann Partners again. AraMentors.com um, is our Ara website again. With you know, along with Leslie, I I agree. I, I would love to connect um, and happy to um, to help anyone um, from a career perspective or just talk through and and provide some guidance if somebody's looking to to for feedback or or just some help in in navigating their career. So happy to right. connect.
0: Great. Thank you. And Megan.
1: Um, You may find me on LinkedIn, Megan, M-E-G-A-N, McCann, M-C-C-A-N-N, McCannPartners.com. You'll find all of the relevant details on my LinkedIn profile. And very similarly, please reach out if you have questions that we haven't discussed that you'd like to learn a little bit more. Perhaps you'd be interested in attending an ARA event in the future or would like to explore mentorship or speaking opportunities or even sponsorship um, as we look to 2020 and um, what our programming will look like. And then, certainly, on the tech talent front, every day we work tirelessly to ensure that companies are building diverse pipelines of talent and always have. Happy to brainstorm how to make that happen. And just thank you, Jennifer, for all of the amazing work that you are doing for women in technology, for underrepresented communities, the programs that you have brought to life to educate others. No small feat. We all understand when you're running a company how challenging it is to do those other things that are our passions, but they sometimes give us the fuel that we need to keep going with the day-to-day. So thank you for doing so much and for inviting us into your community today. We are incredibly grateful.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, Leslie. I can't say enough. I'm honored to know you. I'm honored to be a part of your community, and I'd love to find ways for us to work together. So thank you to each of you. Thank you for listening to Tech in the Right Direction. Please take a minute to subscribe or follow so that you never miss an episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment. Thank you, see you next week.
5: From IT skill enhancements to end user adoption training, directions training is your resource to help optimize the effectiveness of your technology investments. Over half a million students have taken advantage of our wide selection of technology and business training solutions covering the most popular applications today, such as Microsoft 365, Azure, Windows 10, and more. As a podcast listener, we invite you to take advantage of an exclusive offer. Receive 30 days of free access to our Microsoft official curriculum on-demand courses for IT professionals or end users. Visit us at www.directionstraining.com slash podcast to claim this offer today. Hurry, this offer is only available for a limited time. Success is a journey. Ask for directions.